I'm Jake Cornell. I'm a comedian in New York City, and for the past 10 years, I've been living and breathing the restaurant industry. This is a show where I'll be talking to comedians, actors, bartenders, chefs, and restaurant owners about all things going out. We'll talk about restaurants, bars, staying in, drinking, not drinking, and whatever else we want. This is Going Out with Jake Cornell. to another episode of Going Out with Jake Cornell. I am Jake Cornell, and with me is my friend and producer and long-distance audio pen pal for the next month, Katie Brown. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> we just had to re-record this beginning because the mics weren't working, so here we are, back in it. I'm doing well, though. I had, as I just told you moments ago, but it wasn't recording, I've my two of my closest friends, Holly and Peter, who are a couple are visiting Edinburgh right now. And so I have been hanging out with them, which has been really nice. And he's been spreading like a huge lie and rumor that it's their honeymoon and it's not. I truly was like positive. Did 1000 people just walk by you? That was so loud. That was really weird too. Cause like <laughs> nothing happened. It's just them talking. Okay. Whatever. But no, the, um, yeah, I, I told many people that this was our honeymoon. And then I mentioned that to Holly and she was like, fully not our honeymoon. We went to Maine. And I was like, right. And I knew that. And I still told a lot of people that this was our honeymoon. Um, I think it's just that like the first international trip someone goes on after they married, I'm like, that's your honeymoon. After but they like, married. <laughs> that's like how, what I thought. But anyway. Yeah, totally. But no, so I've been hanging out with them being the third wheel, which is fun. Being the third wheel is, to me, like the most like calm I ever feel in my life. I know, like I feel like, so I feel good like being the third it, wheel. It's so soothing. Well, it's the closest you ever get to be to being a child again yeah. and with your parents. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what it is. And I do think like, I was just talking about this yesterday. Like if I could, like I would Benjamin Button and like start getting like younger and younger. And then like at some point just like be an infant that my friends have to take care of. Like that would be the ideal for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, in some ways they say that's that's just getting old. Like that movie was sort of a metaphor, you know? Oh my God, that's so true. But I want that to happen. <laughs> I want to be like 24 and just like my friends have to like take me on vacation. Like, because I'm just like along for the ride, you yeah, know? Yeah, like no one expects you to be at the same level of like togetherness that they're at. That would be nice. It would be really nice. Anyway, yeah. I went to Kindred twice last week. <laughs> to say goodbye. Yeah, because I was it's like- so sad. I went once and then I was like, okay, like this can't be my last time going back. I went on yeah. Tuesday and Thursday and I like both uh, times was just like, just bring me all the wine. I'm going to have all the appetizers. Like, Yeah. The food there is so good. I'm so, the fact that it's happening while I'm gone and like, I just like, am not going to get to go. was like a really huge hit to the heart for me when I was like, like, I understand it has to happen. It like, I was mm -hmm. just like, it's just, I mean, it's so sad for everyone in so many different ways, but like, I just was like, bummed but it's also like this is part of like how restaurants work and it's like some of them go away I know and like you have to kind of be okay with that and like it is just like if you're listening go support the restaurants you love the small restaurants you love like, yeah because they need it yeah um it was like Ruffin is still there and yeah yeah it was like sad but also like bittersweet like it seemed like everyone was also just like really happy to be there like all the I seem like all the patrons were like kind of like people that knew the situation and like had been there in the past and totally. stuff totally so. It was yeah, nice. I mean, the community, it, it reminds me kind of, a, like, I mean, it was like, it's not quite as the scale of it, but like when Mimi's Diner closed and it's like everyone yeah, yeah, loved yeah. it when, and there was like a line and like, it was kind of like you saw everyone you knew there and it really felt like the community came together to say goodbye to this thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like so special when that happens. Yeah, totally. Have you gotten to eat any delightful foods or drink nice things since you've been yeah, there? Uh, so basically like I've, so like if you're, in the UK, they do Sunday roast. Do you know about this, Katie? Do you know about this? I don't roast. know about Sunday roast. So basically, like, in the UK, like, on a Sunday, it's, like, tradition to cook, like, a roast, which is some sort of, like, meat. Or now they do, like, a lot of vegan and vegetarian ones as well with, like, a gravy and then, like, roasted vegetables and then Yorkshire puddings, which are almost, like, it's, like, a popover made with pancake batter. Okay. In the UK, literally anything could be pudding. They say everything's pudding. Pudding is just like they could the put like category. They put like animal blood in rice, and they're like, "This is pudding." I had blood pudding today. It was really good. I just like don't get that. Um, but the anyway, so it's like you get a roast on, and they and on Sundays, like all the restaurants and the pubs will be like, "I'm we're doing a roast," and like 
then like different ones have different good ones. And so I posted on TikTok and I was like, what are the roasts again, Edinburgh? And I like got like a bunch of people voted and like commented. And I made a list of like the four that seemed like the highest recommended. And I went to my first one on Sunday and it was very good. So that was like a meal I had out. I went to this place called Dishoom, which is like really popular I in the UK. I love it's like- Dishoom. It's so oh, yeah. good. It, it's so good. It's so good. There's a ton of them in London and there was one like right near where I lived and the drinks yeah. there are so good too. Like the drinks go so well with the food. I feel like it's like one of the few places that like I want a cocktail like with my main meal. Totally. I went and got, um, I didn't get alcohol. I got a non-alcoholic cocktail. It was like a watermelon refresher Ooh. cooler moment and it was fucking good. That sounds really um, good. Oh, are you doing the thing with Marsha where you're not really drinking because of all the shows no, you have? No, no, that's not happening for sure. It's not happening. Um, <laughs> it's at a big party actually. I'm not drinking before my shows and I went to Dishoom for lunch. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, but, yeah. but you are like going out. Yeah, because it's like, it's like our show's at 6.15, so then like we're done by like 7, 7.30. And then it's like, we can kind of like bip bop around and like see other shows, go meet up with people. Um, so like drinks are just happening. It's not like mm-hmm. crazy ragers till like 5 a.m. every day, but like we're definitely like out and about. I will say like, it's absolutely fucking psychotic. Like I'm not jet lagged at all. Like I'm, I feel totally fine, but like nice. I'm really not used to, because it's like, been, I've been here for like, I've been in the UK now for what, 12 days, 11 days, something yeah. like that. But like, I'm, it, it, the sun going down at 9.30 fucks with you. Like, cause like it, the sun sets at 9.30, which means like the sky is still like sunsetty, sort of like in like these blue, purple, pink hues that are really fucking gorgeous yeah. until like 10.15. So then like in my mind, when the sky looks like that, I'm like, oh, we're looking at like an eight o'clock situation. Right. And so then like the, it's been dark for like 30 minutes and I'm like, should we go out to dinner? And someone's like, it's 11 p.m. Like, it's, like, really fucking with me. So, like, I keep on accidentally being out to, like, one thirty two, But, like, it feels like it feels 11, right. 12. Because, you, like, I'm not used to the sun going down this late. Do so you have stuff you have to be crazy. up early for? Or can you, like, sleep in? No, I truly don't have to be up early for anything at all. So, that's, like, really great. Oh, that's, I like, my join... ideal sleep schedule. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sleeping enough. Like, we're doing it. We're fine. Like, we're not. I'm not I don't feel like I'm, like, burning the candle at both ends by any means. Um, especially cause like the only thing I really have to the only, like all I do is I get up in the morning, I go to the gym and then I can kind of like do whatever I want until I start going like flyering and promoting, promoting the show at like four. So it's like a pretty easy life. That's nice. And you get to like actually explore the area then. Yeah. Like I went to Leith today, which is like, uh, people have referred to it to me as like the Brooklyn of Edinburgh. It's called it really Leith. Leith. L-E-I-T-H. I thought you said Leaf. I was like, that sounds like a salad place, like a, the sweet green of the UK. <laughs> no, if there was a sweet green here, I would be there every day. It's so hard to get fiber in this country. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, that actually is a really good point. It's not like a big, it's a lot of brown food. Yeah, I got the like full Scottish breakfast today. It was more meat than I've like, ever seen on a plate in my life. And I was like, I can't eat all of this. Like I literally could eat. And I'm not like the person who goes to a restaurant. And is like, I can't eat all of this. But like, I really like, couldn't eat all of it. It was too much. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like, who goes to a restaurant and says that? Like, so don't you, don't you, I just feel like people are obsessed with going to a restaurant and being like, oh my God, this is the so much. So big, and I'm like, yeah. stop. Also, like everyone, like this is the thing I'm dealing with a lot in Edinburgh right now. And it is actually really fucking annoying is like everyone's always obsessed with talking about how stressed they are about the show and how stressed they are about the festival. And they're running around and everyone's like, I keep on forgetting to eat. And I'm like, never once in my fucking life. Like they're like, everyone is hanging out being like, oh my God, I like keep on forgetting to eat or like it's getting to like 8 p.m. I'm realizing I haven't eaten anything. And I'm like, wow, I'm really just having like five square meals a day. Like it's really not an issue for me. Yeah, especially like for me, it's like if you have time on your hands, what else is there to do but like find the next place you're going to eat or the next thing you're going to eat? Like hundred percent. when I have like, when I have free time on the weekends, like I just, I realize I spend the whole time like either like eating or like traveling to the next place eating situation. That's like all I'm doing. Like, that's all I'm <laughs> There's doing. There's nothing else to do in the, in this world. Like, I don't know. And I keep on like, I keep on experiencing when my show's over, like this insane blood sugar crash, like the second the show's over. And I think it must be something hormonal from like the adrenaline. Yeah. But like, I am like, 
and I keep on trying to eat before the show so that it doesn't happen because like people come and want to say hi and talk after the shows and I want to like be nice and be and like I also genuinely want to talk to these people who like came to see me right but I'm also like I'm about to pass out and snap your fucking neck because I'm so hungry like I'm losing (laughs) my mind I'm so hungry Adam (laughs) Adam wants to say hi (laughs) Adam say hi um and so it's like it's just like a mess um but I'm, I'm, I'm making it through. Wait. The problem is that there's like, there's like food trucks everywhere. And so it's like, I can't be eating like burgers and fish and chips every day. Like it's just. Right. And it's, I, I, I don't think of there being like a ton of like snack food. I feel like when I'm traveling in Europe, it's like a lot of like, you have your meals. Like, it's not like it's a big snacking environment where there's like people eating like a protein bar. There's a lot like, of like cookies. Yeah. Like like That's I do fun. keep, I'm keeping like my hobnobs and my jammy dodgers. Like those are happening, but like, I'm not like trying to like snack on those all day. Those are more like a little treat, you know? <laughs> totally. There's, there's a huge difference between like your snacks and your little treats. And like one of them serves a different purpose than the other. But I do think that would be the perfect post-show thing because it would like immediately spike your blood sugar. Wait, I sh- that's so smart. I should keep a thing of hobnobs, hobnobs in my dressing room. I have no idea what that is, but it sounds- Wait, I'm gonna go get them and show you. These are unreal. Hold on, pause. <laughs> Doesn't hobnobs just sound like like a fake thing like British people would say? It's, like, it's actually not real. It's not real. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay. So, okay. So this is a hob, these are hobnobs. They come in like this little plastic sleeve and it's like an, okay, hold on. Wait, no offense, but you also look, you look really good right now. (laughs) Thank you. It's an oat cookie with like a chocolate coating on the other side. Oh, yum. And people like, I've, I feel like, so like there's also like digestives, like these are like the tea biscuit cookies. Mm -hmm. I think the real the thing that sets the hobnob apart is when you dip this in like tea or in milk, like it will not break off. Like it will sog, but it will not break. But and like it's just I can't I don't want to eat this over my bed because I don't want to sleep with like oat crumbs, but hold mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Like, do you see how clean of a bite that is? That's really that's good. Do you see this full this looks like yeah. a Reese's cup commercial? Like that yeah. perfect crescent coming out of those cookies. It's it not a lot of crumbs. It's not a lot of crumbs coming down. And it's a perfect level of sweetness. <laughs> I mean, this cookie is really giving it all. Here's the thing for me, though. I, when I'm eating a cookie, I need it to be like a soft cookie. Like, I like, um, I like gooey. Gooey well, on the I'm, inside. I'm like, okay, but like, you don't understand there's a difference between like, this is coming in a plastic sleeve. Like, this isn't Levain. Like, I'm not like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like. Obviously, if I'm going to a bakery, I want like a chewy, <laughs> ooey, gooey cookie. But like. Yeah, I like, just don't think those bought, like the Chips Ahoy Chewies. Yeah, those those are disturbing. Those, Why are they those so? Are... Those should, it's like a package cookie shouldn't be that chewy. What's in there? It's yeah, like that, there's there's like cow hoof in that. Like yeah. there's gelatin. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, for me though, like if I'm gonna eat a packaged cookie, like it's gonna be an Oreo and it's gonna be double stuffed. And I, I actually I do this psycho thing. My sister sh- showed me how to do this when we were kids, and I don't know if she still does it, but I still do it. I take the Oreos, I soak them in milk, almost like cereal, like, but a little less milk than you would use like a cereal. Like whole? Like you put a bunch of Oreos in a bowl and pour milk over it? I, tr- I crush them up a little bit and then I eat it with a spoon and like the soggy Oreo yummy. So that is cereal. You're making cereal. I'm making Oreo cereal. <laughs> that's my ideal cookie eating situation. I've never tried that, but that's like... What I really respect about that approach is that you are sort of like giving because like the thing about like eating something like Oreos or like these these cookies mm-hmm. is like the second you engage in the activity, there's sort of this immediate question of like how many are you going to eat, right? Like, oh my god, yeah. If you pull open the top of like an Oreo container, it's like it's like when like it suddenly becomes a challenge to your self control. Like, when are you going to reseal this and put the fucking thing away? Well, something that comes in a sleeve. It's like, well, this is what's hell about these hobnobs is like, as you see, like, this is just like loose ass plastic at this point. Like I'm keeping them in the fridge, but it's like, whatever. My point keep is, them in the f- oh, okay. I think there's something really beautiful about taking being like, I'm gonna like immediately at the top, say it's 10 Oreos today. I'm crushing them up and putting them in a bowl and pouring milk over it. Like you're making a dish. You're making a commitment. It's a dish. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like if I'm opening up an Oreo sleeve, I'm eating the whole thing in one sitting and that's yeah, but just I'm not like buying are you buying the sleeves or are you buying the thing with the thing and by thing with the thing I mean the thing the tray with like the resealable top I know what you about? mean I know what you mean um 
ideally I would have the whole tray. Yeah, right? Ideally, ideally. But sometimes you go and you they have like the like if you go to like the the bodega, like I feel like they have like the one they have the sleeves. One. No, they have the sleeves. And yeah, I'll do yeah, that yeah. sometimes cuz it's just like a nice little treat. It's like Double less of a commitment. Oreos to me is the same concept as like do you, have I ever gone on my rant about how I think thin condoms are insane? I talked about that. <laughs> yes. It's like, just then those are condoms now. Like, why are we keeping the thicker ones? It's like, okay, we double stuffed Oreos. Like, why are we doing the basic? That's really true. I really like, feel that to way. To me, like a double stuffed Oreo is an ultra thin condom. It's like, this is stupid. <laughs> just like make that the baseline. Make that everything. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I mean, I completely agree. I feel like, I feel like some people, I don't agree with them at all, but they don't like the double stuff. They like the cookie. They like the ratio of cookie to icing and the normal one. I really hate when people just want to be fucking different. That shit annoys the fuck out of me. Right? Actually, I prefer the clap. No, you, no, you don't. don't. No, you don't. Like, get a different personality. I don't know. That's not yeah, a personality. It's not for me. Yeah, I get that. That's how I feel. Um, otherwise, the thing I'm really struggling with, and then we will enter the guy. This actually ties in nicely to the conversation that's happening on this episode. Perfect. You can't sort, like, I'm like, okay, like, like this, this nation that I'm sitting in right now has national health care. Literally incredible. However. Could not be me. You can't, <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk to a store and be like, oh, I would love a seltzer. Let me buy some seltzer. They're not sort of selling any seltzers. Like you can get a sparkling water. Sure. Maybe. But like a flavored, like LaCroix, like that's not happening here. What? I haven't seen it once in my entire life. And I'm like, okay, like I'm missing, I'm missing seltzer when like, like a cold seltzer, it's killing me. Oh my God. Wait, you can't find like a can of seltzer anywhere? I haven't seen a single, when I'm telling you, I haven't seen a single one. I'm telling you, I haven't seen a single one. Oh my God. I'm in and out of the shops. Like I'm going. Is it one of those things where like if the only seltzers you're seeing are the ones in like the big bottles, like at a restaurant and they'll like give it to no, you? When I'm telling you I'm not seeing seltzer, I'm telling you I'm not seeing seltzer. Oh my God. They need to like... Step it up over I'm there. I'm seeing seltzer. It's really crazy. So on that, and I think as you listen to this episode, you understand that's actually a huge issue it's for me. It's a huge issue. This, is, this week's episode is one of my favorites we've recorded yet. <laughs> it was um, so funny. I had so much fun doing this episode. This was such a joy. And honestly, like listening it back to it to edit it, I was like, this is heaven. Um, our guest is an incredible comedian, an incredible actress. You are hopefully seeing her on this season uh, or you should be seeing her on this season of Flatbush Misdemeanors. She's so inc she's such an incredible actress. She's such a funny comedian. Her special, No Bad Days, um, when this comes out, will have just come out on Friday the 12th on Peacock. Go watch it. Um, you may know her from her incredible characters on the internet, her stand-up. She is a light and a joy. And this episode is truly one of my favorites we've ever recorded. So please enjoy me going out with Alyssa Limparis. Okay, first things first, it's really exciting that you are finally on this podcast because I feel we've, something we've discovered over the past year yes. is we're incredibly aligned on beverages. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in a way that I've never encountered with anyone else. Absolutely. And in a way that I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to sit here and, and thank you for some of the, for changing some, because so, I've trusted you. Once I develop this trust of beverages, then when you post something, I go, I got to try it. I got to try it. And the lemon... <laughs> The lemon the berry. The lemon berry kombucha. GT, GT kombucha. I don't even have to say GT because if you're listening and you're not and you're drinking kombucha and it's not GT, stop listening. This is not the pod We're for you. We're never gonna connect. We're never gonna connect. We're never gonna connect, okay? Um incredible. Incre highlight of my day. And once the the discovery of the lemon berry GT kombucha is simultaneously in my life, a blessing and a curse. And here's why. Please. Every time I have it, blessing. Absolutely. She's hard to find. She's hard to find. <laughs> she is hard to find. I've called a friend once. <laughs> I have called a friend and said, I got them. It's at like, so, like there's this place called Vegan Glory in LA. And it's like, every, I, I saw, they were like in the back of a fridge. I called my friend, like, how many do I get? get like 10, <laughs> 10. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Me like getting up on the cross being like, fine, I'll get a trilogy. Like, why is it? There's always trilogy. There's always trilogy. Also, what is trilogy? What I've, it, I've tried to think. I'm like, what are the three? Is it like lemon, apple? Like, what are the three things? But You're right. Yeah. Um, it's it's true. It's like trilogy used to still be a happy thing. And now anything that's not lemon berry is a loss. 
it's like I transitioned when I first started. I was doing ginger back in like oh. I'm talking early 2010s. We're hitting the ginger because I went to UVM, so kombucha was early for me. Okay, yeah. Then, and then we moved to lemon. Straight up. Straight up, and it I was didn't even know that harsh. It's <laughs> harsh. It's caustic. You yeah. could clean a floor with it. <laughs> but I liked it because I think what I think you and I do both like a beverage that bites a little. Absolutely. And then I and went clears. to watermelon. Bites and clears. Bites and clears. Yes. Then I did the watermelon. And then when I found the lemon berry kombucha, I said, this is the unity of every, that's my trilogy. <laughs> it's the, that is like my union of everything I like. Yes. Cause I also felt that the watermelon in theory sounded nice, but it doesn't taste as good as you need. There's something about, it's yeah. Le- it, it doesn't bite enough. It doesn't bite enough. Because watermelon's watery, but it's, yep. it's good. I would, my top two are lemon berry, watermelon. And then I think, tri- do you know what I dip into sometimes? What do you dip into? When I'm like, I need this green, the green one. I've never been brave enough. <laughs> I get it. Listen, it's a different experience than lemonberry. It's not the highlight of your day, but you This is it. LA, New York. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jake, I moved and things changed. Yeah, I liked lemonberry too, but um, in LA, sometimes you have to choose spirulina. The greens. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not the. You don't enjoy it as much, but you go. I did something so good today yeah. for my body. Yeah, because it's is it a little punishing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we first connected lemonberry, the lemonberry kombucha, and then we discovered my other holy grail. Uh, now this one is just Sanzo sparkling beverage, and not just any calamansi. Calamansi. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Who knows? Literally, the best thing you can do to improve my quality of life. If you're out there and you want to make my life better. Yes. Invent a new citrus I've never heard of. (laughs) And slap some fizzy water behind it. That is how you can make our lives better. Calamansi. Unbelievable. And I'll say this, very hard to stand out at this stage in the seltzer game. You think the podcast market is saturated? Come on. Sparkling, non-alcoholic beverages. And this one shot to the top for me. It's number one. I mean, same, same. I mean, it it was a, a, um, yeah. Because I, I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. This is something I went through over the yeah. past, I would say at this point, five years. Yep. I have not been touched by Spindrift in the way everyone has else has been. You haven't. I've, I want to, and on the right day, I, I can appreciate yeah. it. The second Asanzo passed my lips, I, my first thought was, this is what I've been wanting from Spindrift every the, single time. Yes, 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 yes. Here's what's happened. And I, hear this, I, I don't understand how they've achieved this. To me... A spindrift can sometimes taste like a watered down juice, and a sanzo is an enhanced seltzer. Absolutely. You know and that I'm is saying? a thin line. And yes, a spindrift to me has to be ice cold. Maybe that is literally the issue. It has to be ice, ice cold, and maybe even with ice, it has to be so cold that you're like, oh, but the minute it's warm, I agree. You're going, what, what's happening? Yeah, what, what am this? I doing? What am I doing? Calamansi. The calamansi. Warm, cold, hot. uh, I don't care the temperature. Boil it. And then the yuzu is also fantastic. Yep, I haven't tried. I got to try it. The yuzu is really good. And then mango and lychee, I will happily take. I will happily take. Also, I have to shout out Sanzo. I posted once on Instagram that I liked them, and they sent me an ungodly amount of Sanzo, and it was one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. Oh, and so they... You love to hear that too. Yeah. You love they to hear said, that hey, too. hey, we saw we, you posted. I didn't even tag them, Alyssa. You didn't even tag I them. I didn't even tag them. I look at my message request. I have a message from the CEO of Sanzo oh saying, hey, Saiz gave us some love. Would love to send you some product. Guess how many cans he sent me? Stop. I want you to guess. Don't tell me it's in triple dig. It's not in triple dig, oh, but I'm it's- sorry. Okay, <laughs> no. It's not That's in- That's why tri- the guessing game is so bad. No, I shouldn't have done it. But yeah. here's the thing. I really think about- we're talking shipping, yep. shipping costs. Think about how heavy cans of seltzer are. Yes. 72 cans of seltzer. Okay, that's all. <laughs> I mean, and New York, it's like, that's, where do you even put 72 cans of seltzer? My closet. Yes. I literally was like the guy who had like pallets in my closet. This is not a complaint. No, One of not the at greatest all. things that's ever happened to me. But so then- am I, I will re- also, how great is it to feel an, you have an infinite amount of beverages? I, mean, I love that feeling of like, I'm not running out. I'm not yes, running out. Because that's maybe, it's one. I just realized the only reason I would really, really want to move to LA is to have a car to buy two pounds, like a bunch of seltzer to drive to my house. Because I'm always at the grocery store looking at the stack of seltzers being like, <sighs> I want to take six of these home, but I have to carry them. Absolutely. Oh, you saw me come in. I came in yeah. with like a pack mule. Wait, because here's a flavor I'm curious about. Talk to me. The Beach Plum LaCroix. Okay. Here's my thing with LaCroix. I love it, sure. LaCroix to me is just great across the board. I have to say, I don't flip over any one flavor in the way that a calamansi is like, oh, this is so good. I hear that. For me, seltzer's just great. I love seltzer, whether it's beach plum or apricot. 
I don't know if I taste that much of a difference. Okay, I respect that. I'm currently going through an issue with a beach plum. So I'm cursed, and this isn't intentional. This sounds like it's intentional. All my favorite flavors of seltzer right now are these limited editions. Uh, and I'm calling out to LaCroix, and I'm really calling out to Hal's. I need you to unlimit the editions, specifically of the Hal's you love Cola. The co- oh my God. You I'm love actually, the cola, right? I'm obsessed with the cola. I'm you obsessed love the with Hal's the cola. cola. I'm obsessed Is with that the cola. caffeine? Yes. Wow. And I do think they should make an uncaffeinated version yes. because I think part of the joy of the Hal's Cola is that you, it, to me, it tastes like almost identical to a Coke. Wow. Almost identical to a full flat Coke. Full well, Hal's knows how to do it. Hal's knows how to do it. The you bubbles. Could, the, yeah. oh. the thing is, you could close your eyes and if it's not like you could blind taste text someone and treat them into a Coke because you can't mimic the texture of corn syrup in a liquid. Like right. it's, it's like viscously different. Yes. But the flavor is really there. Wow. And so I think part of the joy of it is that you can just now drink Coke at whenever you want. Yes. The problem, you caffeinate it, suddenly we have like a 5 p.m. cap. So I That's, do think, but I like the option because sometimes I do a thing, which is where I like to have beverages at all time. Same. Sometimes I get, I realize I've ha- I'm drinking cold brew to the point of vomiting. Yes. Like I'm like, I'm going to barf. Yeah. Um, but I do still want caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> so a less caffeinated seltzer for like yes. a dismount for my morning caffeine run is nice. is nice. But then I want both options. So I want them to create a new one, unlimit the cola edition, unlimit the watermelon. Unlimit the watermelon. Because I'm really anti the idea of seasonal beverages. Sometimes I want to drink a rosé in the dead of winter. Why? Because I want a taste of the summer of I'm course. missing. Of course. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Produce less. I understand that it's like a market, but don't limit my additions. So this is what I'm saying. So then we move to the Croix. I believe the new beach plum flavor is a limited edition. All I'm knowing is it's not at every single LaCroix distributor in my neighborhood, and it's starting to move to the ones that are really far from my house. That's tough. So, because I, when I see it in my head, I see the beach plum. I've seen it before. I've seen it. I think it's it's, it's been around. And it stands out because it's a bright blue. It's that blue, and it's it's got a, you know what LaCroix does sometimes? The font. You go, this font's on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> You go, oh my gosh. Oh my God, the guava one? The guava. I'm like the white lotus. Like, we're right. <laughs> I'm at the Four Seasons. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, really, they get the treatment. So when you see, when I see the curse of font, limoncello, have you had that? The limoncello. I mean, the, so I'm, we both, I think, have this thing too. I like a coconut, LaCroix. Do you like a coconut? Yes, but do you know who makes the best coconut? Who? Polar. The polar coconut is, and then we can, because we're New England people. So, I mean, polar, if I had my choice, there would be a full fridge of one liter polos, ice, polars, ice cold in every store I go to. You're right. And polars really for us was like, they started with the, like crazy flavors always exist. Like, yeah, they do. They have a gorgeous main catalog and then they do seasonal variants. They, yeah. And I'm always happy with the Christmas ones when they come, when they have like gingerbread, you got pumpkin, you got. There's like a cranberry one usually. But the. The coconut. The coconut, the polar coconut. The LaCroix coconut is good. Yes. The polar coconut is really outstanding. Yeah. 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 yeah and yeah, I do. I, I feel like I like cans. And the thing with polar is sometimes you got to go with the bottle. You got, they, yeah. there's not a lot of as many can options. LaCroix, yeah. you pop into a bodega, there's just 99 cents. You see a, a nice cold can. Yeah. But That's, back in the day, a polar liter was 99 cents. And to me, that was true luxury. I have yeah, a liter of this beverage. I have beverage. a liter. And I'm also just like, it was like, wow, two polars. And that's your hydration for the day. Absolutely. And has it ever been easier? <laughs> these people with these, these like, you know, those like really of cursed course. jugs that are like, keep going. You're doing it. Don't cry. Like yeah. l- ranking the water. I look at those and I'm like, babe, buy three polars. Yes. And enjoy and your life. Gone. And enjoy it. You'll be wishing there were more. You shouldn't have to, it shouldn't have to beg you to drink it. That's not a good beverage. I know. It's like. Three polars. Yeah. Three polars. Yeah. Um. I used to really get into a green apple polar. There was this. I respect that. Uh, yeah. It was at the, like, if you're really thirsty, a nice ice cold green apple. Yeah. I was always ruby red grapefruit was my number one. Yeah. That's always been my number it's one. Classic. I always will I think be. I think across the board, you go grapefruit seltzer. No one, no oh, one misses. That's no cl- one misses. If someone says, pick me up a seltzer and they don't specify flavor and you say, what flavor? And they say, get whatever. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Because lemon lime, uh, fine. Fine. Grapefruit is kind of, a nu- Yeah. Top tier to me. Top so, tier to me. Yep. Where it's top tier flavor, but it's also neutral. It's also, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say the neutral flavors of of seltzer, and I'm thinking polar because that's my baseline. Yep. The neutral flavors yep. that I feel like are totally acceptable to get for someone. Grapefruit. Yep. The raspberry lime. Absolutely. That's and that's re- signature. I would say signature polar. I would say that was probably their flagship flavor. I think so. If you go into their office, I bet. <laughs> I bet that's, yeah. That comes out of the tap. That, <laughs> that comes out of their sink. When you wash, when you wash your hands. <laughs> 
What does that smell? Yeah, oh, it's, that's a raspberry yeah, lime. Yeah, and I would say those are top two baselines, and then maybe a lemon or a lime. I agree. Now, I'm going to throw something at you. Do you ever go Zevia's? Do you go Zevia's? Do you know Zevia's? Have you? I'm picturing the cans where we have that bubble font and then it's like, that's like orange and it's like sort of diagonal across the can. Yep, 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 So these are the like seltzer versions of like your Dr. Peppers, your Cokes, your Sprites. Is that what's happening? I I would say, no, mm, they're a little bit more, I would say they're more like Stevia sodas. Stevia sodas. So there's more, because I feel like seltzer doesn't really have stevia. It's just usually no, all natural flavor, which is yes. like, where are you getting those natural flavors? Yeah. By the way, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's better to not ask, but. I'm like, they're like, we're working on the vaccine. I'm like, you figured out all these polar flavors. How does, I mean, what the fuck's going on with the vaccine? That's it's the like- thing. I mean, we should, yeah. How is, yeah. COVID's still around, yet we have, yeah. Mango guava, <laughs> uh, calamansi. Um, Yes. Yeah, so, get the guy who figured out Calamansi on the water. Get the guy who figured out Calamansi. I mean, because that guy must have seemed like an idiot, too. Everyone's going, it's too late, man. <laughs> There's so much. No, Calamansi. What are you even saying? It's not a word. There's too much seltzer. Make something Everyone else. Everyone in Rhode Island's like, Calamari? It's Cal- like, no. no. It's got to be too close to Calamari, buddy. No. And then he just stuck true. It's a real message of He's listen my to hero. yourself. So Zevias. So there is Stevia soda. Well, because you said you like the cola, I think it would be interesting to try. It's but it's very soda. You don't want to down these the same way you're downing seltzer because you're having like stevia. So it's a it's it a, is sweetened. It's sweetened. Okay, I'm gonna try one within the week. Yeah, I think I have had them when I was like I think I've had them in the past, but I don't think they. Do you I, like soda? I this is the thing is I do love soda, but okay. I don't drink it that often right. because you're not supposed to or yep. whatever. Um, I love a soda at the movies. Like if I'm at the movies, uh, I'm getting a big fountain soda. Yeah. Um, sucking it down through previews and then spending the first twenty <laughs> minutes of the movie needing to pee so bad I'm gonna die. Like yes. that. Um, <laughs> Sodas should be meant to be sucked down. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Like absolutely. Chugged. Chugged, yes, yes, um, yes. I love a Sprite. I love a Coke. I like all, I actually like literally all sodas, I think. Yeah, I think you would love it. I think you should try Zevia because it's basically the joy of having soda, but you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, do you know I think my resistance is, because I, I think for me, it's like, I love seltzers because like it's very much its own thing. And then I love soda and I really hate, I'm not, I'm, I'm normally not partial to something that is trying to be like, a pseudo something That's like it. those Gus's, is- the grown up sodas. I'm like, no, a big boy can have a Coke. Yeah. Sit down. Well, the Gus is too. Um, yeah. They piss me off. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Don't tell me. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're a grown up. Oh, yeah. All right. That pisses me you're off. You're right. You're, you're condescending s- to me. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. What is that saying? A Sprite's for a little kid. Granted, I drank more Sprite than I did water when I was five. But- of course. <laughs> yeah. At dinner, there was just a two liter on the table. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah. It's true. I'm a grown up, which means. I can, everything I drink is grown, grown up. Also, you tell me grown up soda, in my mind, there's booze in it. Like that would True. be what I would assume. True, it's not, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little off to me. Sorry, Gus, you just, you do frustrate me. Y- yeah. Um, I'm going to try Azevia. What do you, because do you drink soda at all? No. No. But I like the Azevia because it's kind of a fun, you're like, oh, this is thrilling. It's a little thrilling. Gotcha. But I hear you, it is like a fake soda. Yeah. And so if you like just the real thing, it's somewhere in the middle. I see you like going for soda or going for seltzer. And this is a little bit down the line. I'm like, let me treat, yeah, let me treat a soda like a treat. Like, I don't drink them often, so if I'm going to do it, I'm going to get, you know, a Diet Coca, Coca, Sprite. Yeah. Sometimes a root beer really hits. Um, oh, or a Dr. Pepper. okay. You got to try the Zevia cream soda or the Zevia root beer. You, uh, okay. Incredible. Okay. I'm going to hit that up really soon. Yes. So when you're going for a cocktail, where do you where do you tend to lean? Or well, do you not do cocktails? No, I, I... I have recently in my life gotten head over heels into martinis. In a way, a dirty martini, that's my... I'm also a bit of a a woman of routine. So if I find something that works, I usually don't stray too much. Yeah. So if I see a big fancy cocktail list, I usually get... it's too much. Do you know what? I think similar to you, but like I'm similar where, but for me, it's kind of the same psychology of the, if I'm going to do a soda, I'm going to do a soda. It's like, if I'm going to do a cocktail, I'm going to drink some gin. Do you know what I mean? That's I'm going to drink some, like I'm not, I don't need. I don't need egg whites and and, uh, uh, and an umbrella. Yeah. And uh, I, yes. I, I, and get it. I love it. I was bartender for years. I get it. But I'm kind of like, this isn't what I'm here for. That's how I feel too. A little bit. That's how I feel too. Yeah. So also, going, are you yeah. a heartburn queen? Is that something you struggle with? Interesting. Because that's my other issue. I can't do the fresh citrus. Like if we're having like, I can do, I have, I can do one margarita. Yes. Two margaritas. I'm getting vanquished by the charmed ones. Fire yes. shooting out of my mouth. I don't, yes. I think I might, I, 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 I don't know. I haven't, 
I haven't. I think you're not because I think you would know. Okay, then it's, yeah, it's just, then I don't. It's very. I was just curious if that's also what leads you to towards a martini because to me it's like, I know what this is going to do to me digestively because yes, no one's going to put anything surprising in it because that's like not what a martini is. That's what yes, exactly. That's how I feel. <clears throat> I like a margarita if I'm sure if I'm going for some chips and guac and a marg. We yeah, went to where did we go? Ha, ha ha ha. One of my favorite restaurants. In Great New York. restaurant. Fantastic. There, sure, I'll get a marg. Yeah, absolutely. Great place to get a marg. But yeah, for me, I just love. Like you said, if I'm going to drink, I'm like, I want to taste the, I want to taste the drink. I don't need it to be hidden. Yes. I I like it. It's kind of like with coffee. I'm like, no, I like. Wow. That's actually, I've never made that commitment, but I also do a black coffee. Yeah. So I do. Yeah. As you're, as you're seeing, I do a, uh, if it's iced, I add milk, but otherwise if it's, if it's hot, it's just black. Whoa. I'm, whoa. I'm the opposite. Interesting. If it's, if it's a cold brew, black. Wow. If it's hot, I'll do a hit of half and half. Yeah. And like just a, oop. Yeah, I get that because well now you're a heartburn king. Yeah, so that might do it too. It's a little acidic. I think it's you, the, I think it's the neutralizing the acid. I think so. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I, but I like going like I want it to like taste like gasoline. Like I the, love the like I love the feeling of like this thing is ripping through me. So you like a you like a like legally too hot Dunkin' Donuts black coffee? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There it is. There it is. Yeah. 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 It's quick. Yeah. I like a cold brew, but yeah. Yeah. What? Okay, you are from Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Yes, yeah, so I'm from Seekonk, Massachusetts, but as you know, that's just right on the line. So right I went to line. school in Rhode Island. And Your mother's from Cranston. Mother's from Cranston. Right. And I am from Cranston. And then I went to college in Vermont. Yeah, so yeah. we have so we, a real- Oh, I forgot Middlebury. Yes. yes. We have a lot of similarities. Okay, yeah. so what I want to talk about is, I'm curious because we have similar family backgrounds and like regions. For me, like Rhode Island, Massachusetts, like restaurants was a big part of my upbringing. Yes, and a very specific kind of restaurant. Absolutely, same. Like I had my- Oh, this is exciting. We might have like the same exact, okay, this is exciting. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna say one restaurant name. I'm really curious if it's gonna hit for you. I hope. Twin Oaks. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yes, Twin Oaks hits for me. Twin Oaks hits for me, but I'm, it's like a banquet. It's a bank, I'm trying to like picture Old school it. Italian restaurant. Yes. They don't let women work there. It's men only. <laughs> Famously, there's only male servers. You know, in a way, isn't it so, like in a weird way that's like so progressive? It's like not, <laughs> it's not meant to be, but like there's a way that you can spin that. That's like yeah, the men what, serve the men you. serve you, the <laughs> men are in the kitchen. You know, it's like but that, and I don't, like we, they don't trust the women. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, the Twin Oaks. I haven't been there in years, but my great grandmother loved it, oh. and that was like one of my family restaurants that we would always go to. And there was always geese outside, like a yes. shit ton of geese. Yes, um, Spain. That's is a bit- the one! Butter in the thing. I mean, Spain was like it is an event. Someone got someone got baptized or graduated, My and aunt, we, yeah, uh, we are going to Spain. And it was when like, I die, <gasps> everyone go to Spain. Literally, I'm not joking. Literally, I mean, and yeah. Which I, location? Beach uh, or beach or city? Because uh, there's two. I don't even. I you thought pro- there was just one. Then you, I think you probably do the one in that's like in Warwick or Cranston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <gasps> Wow, I, oh, I'm I was, so glad. I can't believe it because Spain was like the spot. I mean, I don't know how fancy it is, but in my head, that place so, is the fanciest place in the world. So, I'm for the listener. I could. Work, this is gonna be the whole episode. Spain is a restaurant called Spain. Serves <laughs> Spanish food. <laughs> One time, I was my, my sister and I were talking about Spain, and my fam, the, a friend, thought we had talked about like a trip Actual we had gone on to Spain. And I was like, no, well we do not have come for money like that. No, no, no. it, no, it felt that way. It felt. I would describe yes. it. Do you know what it is? It's the kind of restaurant that would have hosted an incredible episode of My Super Sweet 16. Yes. Like, it is like the Spanish equivalent of like, because no, but it is nicer than like an Olive Garden. It's much nicer but than that. But it's like, it's like what Olive Garden, it's like. Where it's like, it's Olive like Garden's a like country the fast food theme. Version of, yes, Like, yes. it's like theme, it's Spanish theme. There's like grapes in like the, in the. The back the, wall has this gorgeous fountain. Yes. Um, that like goes down the wall. There's like a water feature wall, but it does also have that like function room, furniture, energy. It's so specific to like New England. It's so specific. Yeah, I've never, right. I've never been like, to a place like that. It's simultaneous. It. No, you can't. Cause it's like simultaneously fancy and nice and delicious, but also really fucking tacky. Absolutely. And yes, 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 like, yes. Like the sorbets are served in the fruit husks. Like, do you remember? Like the coconut <laughs> sorbet comes in like a half coconut and I would always just be like living my life That's in luxury. It, it like, was like, this is living. And like the bread is like warm and there was just some butter that was so special, I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's like salted butter on salted the table. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Everything about it, like- 
Every, like, I did not wear pants there. Like, it was like, I was wearing a dress. Yeah, you're wearing a dress. Spain. Yeah, we're getting dressed. We're going to Spain, Aly- Alyssa. We're I going remember, to Spain. Brush yeah, your hair. Yeah, like, someone be- <laughs> And I was like, yeah, this that was big. Yeah. Wow. Brush your hair. But it's like, it's like, like how's the date going? Well, he took it to Spain. <gasps> he took it to Spain. He's he going to Spain. propose. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> yeah. Spain on the first date, he's well, serious. He's se- <laughs> Wow, I just can't, bl- and that it's taking me back too because it's like, yeah, oh wow, there's nothing like that. Like I just, I can't. It's like I can't, I can't even articulate some of the things about it. Yeah, because it's so, it's so, yeah, it's so where we're, it's so it's home so and where we're from. from. It's, yeah, yes, it's like, it's like, and but it's can like, you imagine that place in Vermont? Like the, the different, like versus the Vermont, be- like it would. It would just be the craziest thing in the world because it has, it's also like, it's, it's also like, I don't think people get like the, like what Rhode Island and Southern Massachusetts, it like, yes. because it's like, it's this gradient of like, there's Boston. I think people know what like Boston is. If there's yes. been like a million movies. And then as you move South into Rhode Island, it becomes this other thing Yes, that too, I think maybe an outside eye would, they would probably be like, oh, this is just like Boston. But it's like, no, no it's something honey. so different Yes, because it's a little, first off, I would say it's more diverse than Boston. Like Boston is very white in this way. And then you get to Rhode Island and it's like, there is like a little bit more diversity and there's like also like a huge Portuguese population. There's like all these things happening, but it's like, and it's also just like, it's very suburban and urban, but the whole state is a small town. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just, yeah, it's really, yeah. Okay, Federal Hill. Like, did you, do you? Oh, what's the one with the, with the, starts with the L that the menu hangs in the middle of the room. Do you know what I'm fucking talking about? <laughs> but even that, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's just, I, I love it. It's like there's a tackiness and a gaudiness that just like, that yeah, we embrace. I mean, it's like, oh, I mean, that's like the thing is it's like, it's funny because like people, like when I walk through Italy, little, little Italy now, I'm like, this was the theme of my entire, my entire- fucking state. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like, I, it was like, that's why I don't think, like when I, because like I moved to Vermont when I was six and a half. Oh, But wow. then we went back to Rhode Island Probably like five or six times a year. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Especially because like, and you have the accent still. Like you, you, you still feel. Well, I'm Rhode talking Island to you, so it's like yeah. really coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I was like just home really, with my mom. Yeah, I'm like really yeah, yeah, excited. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, like I we would go back, and especially like once my when my parents got divorced, then it was like we were going to see my grandparents a lot because like it was like <laughs> ameliorate as much trauma as possible. Yes, yes, so yes, like, yes, but yes. I was like, I just spent so much time in Rhode Island growing up, and like it feels so. It's like I you just can't explain it to anyone else. And food is a really big part of the culture. Like food, food is a is really restaurants big, going yeah. out. Yeah. And I think because so like for like I'm not like we are I'm from I'm my Rhode Island background is mostly like Jewish and Irish. Yes. And and like like historically Jewish but not like currently Jewish because my grandfather had converted. So like we weren't a family like I think unlike a lot of Rhode Islanders Cooking at home was not a huge part of my family's mm, experience, yes. but food was still central, which meant restaurants. Yes. Like even just like this fucking deli on whatever whatever avenue that is, that was like called the food chalet. Like they serve boar's head. But in my mind, I was like, this the is chalet, luxury. Yes. Like the food chalet, they serve boar's head. Like it was just like like everything about Rhode Island was like the places we go to get the things like our, yep. like my rest, my family has our restaurants. Like the nicest, the nicest event is going to be at Spain. Absolutely. We're just going out. That's Dave's by the airport. Yeah. Dave's bar and grill. Did yeah, you ever go there? No. no, Dave's bar and grill. I mean, it's like your classic, like bar food place that has like the air hockey at the back and the, the, the toy crane and, oh, our, and like totally. the Tekken. And so it was like, you'd sit down, we would, me and my sister would be like white knuckling it until the wait, <laughs> the waitress came to take our food order. And then it was like games. And then we just like run to the back and play games. Totally. And then it, like, I was pissed when the food came cause it meant I had to stop playing games. Yes. Like that was like, like that was very much one of our spots. Federal Hill was we, me and my grandfather would go. Fender Ravioli. Would you remember just walking around? Did yeah. you ever? Oh. We would go there, and then my grandfather and I think was we would go there, and then we would go watch a, a, a Providence Bruins games. Oh, nice! And it was like really cute. And then like um, there was this restaurant for a while that I think was on the hill that was like for a while became our new. We like almost replaced Spain with it, where it was like our nice dinners out. It was called Turtle Soup. Do you ever encounter this? No. And 
I we would go there and it was like whereas Spain is like the high ceilings and oh also the thing about Spain is that the second floor is a balcony um, over the first floor which we didn't have to tell you that you knew <laughs> you were like this, this place has a balcony yeah. this has a terrace like, yeah but whereas like so whereas like Spain was like these high ceilings and like bright and like felt like you were in this palace like tur- turtle soup was this like sexy bistro-y like small place I'm also like I'm sure we were ruining everyone's night by because I was seven years old right. like I had no I was we were fucking up some dates by bringing me there like in retrospect like but it's like that like that was a big place for us too and I, yeah I mean yeah I, and when you're a kid you just you only get the food you get at home so then when you go out it's just so thrilling because totally. you're like I can get whatever I want and yeah. this yeah was cooking doing the big cooking at home that was more for you yeah right? that was we my mom cooked a ton yeah. and I ran track and my mom was big on having like pasta dinners so we would have a lot of people over oh, for pasta yeah. dinners and yeah totally my aunt on my dad's side was is a huge home cook. And so her food at the holidays would be a thing. Like we would go to Debbie's, Aunt Debbie's house and yes. there'd be food. I mean, the amount of food this woman cooks for a holiday. It's like, but it's also because for her entire neighborhood, it's open door policy. Like I show up, that. show up and you'd be like, who's these people coming inside? And it's like, just people to get, cause she's like, she's like, oh good, yeah, I made 12 pies. Yes, yes, she, yes. Like 12 and she made 12 pies. No, no, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the 12 pie thing is not an exaggeration. No. Like, wait, what was your family's bakery? Like where, do you have a, pay, like a, we were Calvitos. Well, Okay, we we I, we loved LaSalle Bakery, which was near LaSalle, which Respect. was right. Yeah, they had a no nut brownie, which now <laughs> the name is crazy. <laughs> but a no nut brownie after a long day of work. <laughs> 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 uh, Wait, did you guys fuck with like party pizza? The strips? Did I fuck with Okay, party I'm pizza? just asking. Absolutely. And you know, Italy I think has has a really good if you if you ever nah. crave it, they have a like a no cheese, just like red sauce pizza, okay. which I think is a good equivalent. But yeah, Krugnali's bakery, which I just was home and it's closed. But <sighs> I used to go there but and get like, yeah, those strips for like fry on Fridays, I would get those in my lunchbox. Heaven. Oh heaven. Heaven. Yeah, and still I love oh, there's another place in oh where where I'm living in Williamsburg right now and it's right near anyway. Whenever I find a red sauce pizza I like, I'm like, this is this is bringing me home. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny? And like, I'm so yeah. The older I get, too, I'm like, yeah. You get so nostalgic for it. I'm like, oh, I know. It's yeah. funny because I think Rhode Island, I never soured on because I moved. Yes. So then it it got to live nostalgia forever. Yes. Whereas Vermont, I because also I like really resented Vermont because I was like. It I took mean, like, me away I talk from- like this and this person, like I'm gay and like yeah. live in New York now. When I got to Vermont, I was like, we're doing this? this. Like, are you joking? Yeah. And then, so I always kind of resented it and like did not, was not a fan. And now I go back and I'm like, were these mountains always here? Like, this <laughs> is gorgeous. Like, it's crazy. I was just back in Burlington for a wedding and I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, did you see the sunset? Like, yeah. did not give a fuck when no, I was there. No, because you like- were like, there's no painted sun on the wall of a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I want. I want a, I want a landscape mural inside the I don't want the actual mountain. I don't want to no, climb it. I want to look at it. Yeah. No, Vermont is so stunning, but I do feel, because I went, you know, to college there too, and it's like, it's so gorgeous and so beautiful. But if you're not happy there, that can almost be like a, it's like. It's it, the same as like people who get depressed in LA. Yes. Yeah. It's almost worse because you're like, oh, it is, I should be happy. This place is stunning. Yeah, like, I, you like are looking at this gorgeous vista and sunset and you're like, I'm the problem. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It's never been more clear than living in Vermont that it is, in fact, me, the common denominator of unhappiness. Yeah, that's so it. Yeah, that's so it. But no, you're also when you're young, you want to like be around people. Like now, I'm like, I bet, yeah, if I moved to Vermont and was just with a few close friends and could hike all the time, great. Great. Yes. Yeah, I don't, but oh. The, the Rhode Island food and wine, it just, or not even the wine, because I wasn't really drinking that, but like the Rhode Island food and restaurant just world was so like special to me. And like catering, like I just remember like if oh, there was a thing the happening, we would get like catering, like chicken masala. Like, oh. <laughs> have you ever had chicken, like pounded chicken with like, just like artichokes oh, and like. Two pounds of capers, like a one to one ratio of chick- pound to pound for capers and chicken. Yes, the caper, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, it's, yeah, it was a, a yeah, and now I'm like uh, vegan, and I don't really eat a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I'm like, man, the, probably because of just all the dairy. That, well, yeah. yeah, how was coming out to your Rhode Island family as <laughs> yeah. or your New England, Massachusetts family as, as vegan and Greek? So yeah, it's, okay. like, it's like Rhode Island plus Greek, and it was just yeah. <laughs> but now every time I go home, my mom has found ways to make all the same foods. That's just so with. sweet. So I just got home. She was like, I made a vegan spanakopita, and it's just the, how yeah, was it? Excellent. Oh, excellent. I, I love spanakopita. And now she's always like, you know what? I like this better than the real thing. 
She's always doing like, I don't think I'm going to. just as good. And I don't get the gas. Yeah, don't get the, you know what? I, I think I'm going to keep doing this. I, I, don't, I, don't eat, I don't eat meat a lot. And then, then it's like the next day, she's like, all right, I'll have a burger. <laughs> yeah, but no. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. I really don't miss it. Yeah. Um, in um, because you, now that you're in LA, um, are you are you doing restaurants out there? Are you doing bars out there? Is that not your like? Are you into going out now? Like, what's yes. going out for you now? Yes, I I am, and LA is great because because I am vegan. It is kind of I take it for granted because I was on the road this past year. Yeah, I take for granted like pretty much in LA, I can go to any restaurant and get like a great dish yeah. that is ha ha ha. Like where it's like you walk in, it's like oh yes, yeah. I can eat everything on this menu. So I I do go out, but yeah, mostly my thing I feel is going out for drinks like I love there's this place called Black Cat yeah great martinis great oh, I fries I stayed right near there last moment I was in LA great place to live it's on Sunset yep yeah yeah like right in Silver Lake yeah yeah that's I say that I was like right around the corner from there when I stayed there last time and not to do the other hand but I think the outdoor seating situation that Incredible. has changed the game I yeah. love it I love going outside meeting my friends sitting at yeah because the bar I, I was never really a huge fan of being inside a loud bar the noise thing is specifically one of the best. Yeah. Because it's like, I do like being inside. If it's not too great, if it's like right at that sweet spot where it's yes. like, it feels like you're in among the people. Yes. I love it. There's a time and place for it. It's like, yes, there's a time and place where like, I want to get drunk and I want to like go and dance. But then if it's like, I haven't seen my friends in a while, I just want to go hang and laugh with my friends. Wait, this just, to revert back to us having similar upbringings. Yes. <laughs> I'm curious if this is a phenomenon true of you because this is very true of me because of restaurants and bars when we were when we were younger. Do you, I secretly always loved the smoking section. I loved the smell of cigarettes while we were in the I restaurant. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I still love it. I still love it. I love it. I love it. I love cigars. I love the smell of cigarettes. I love it. Heaven I love it. I love it. Earth. Absolutely. On Same. Earth. Same. We went to Vegas and my, my friend was like, it's disgusting. I was like, this is the this happiest is I've been in 20 years. Totally. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, totally. It's so true. And I remember even my friend's parents' cars smelling of, of cigarettes. And it's just, it is a very homey Eating feeling. buttered noodles in a cloud yes. of Marlboro light smoke is like truly Home. heaven to me. Totally. Arm shaking on it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, no, it's true. Yeah, 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 totally. That is so so I think that I think that's the energy. I, I loved like being out with my parents, like with my family, like yes. in these fun environments. And sometimes the inside of a crowded bar can feel like that. That's like, you're, so like, you're, true. You're like out, you're with people, it's like shit's happening. Yes, that's so true. That is yeah. But then if I do want to like actually if the conversation, like, th I get the value also of being like, I just want to talk to my friends and be in our own little thing and have like a quiet thing, but be outside and like not in someone's apartment. Exactly. Yeah. That's how, yeah. 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 And I do. It's nice that both options are more available now. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Because yeah, it used to be like, well, we're going to all meet inside and we haven't seen each other in a while. Well, this is, yeah. We're just going to be screaming. And it yeah. kind of like, then you kind of have to pair off. Like you're not like actually having group yes. conversations. Yes. And it's like, yeah. The noise volume there. I think restaurants are also getting better. Like I know that like you can hire people to like almost like sound en sound engineer restaurants. Yes. Which I think is actually really valuable. Yes. Because it needs, the conversation has to be able to be flowing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sound engineering. <laughs> A restaurant, yeah. I mean, it's real though. Yeah. Um, it's kind of mind blowing. So you would prefer to like do dinner at home and then go out and meet for drinks. 100%. I think I get that. I yeah. get that. Yeah. That's um, my, yeah, I, th I would say that's, yeah. But then, yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh. Again, I think I like splitting them up almost. It's like maybe I want to go to a restaurant or I like, like drink. I don't love like restaurant and then going into a night of, those are two separate things for me. Really? Because yes. you don't like to go out on a full stomach? Is that the thought? I like, wonder if it is. I'm just curious. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I maybe it's like I the enjoyment of a meal is so good that I'm like, this is enough. I'm like, sated. I'm, I'm sated. I'm like having a nice, if I can just enjoy this long meal, sitting here together, eating, sharing food, that's like an experience that I like. I don't, it doesn't need to be the start of something. If it's just, if it's just to get fed before going out, I'll just efficiently do that at home and then come out with you and go out. Okay. So I hear that. And I think my version of that is that I don't like... I don't like to do a nice big dinner before a huge night out. Like no. I don't, I, but I do love it to be the main event of a night out, but still maybe we go to the bar next door to like wrap up after yes, for like okay. one after dinner drink. I'm open to that. But yeah, if it's like, let's go to this event at 11 PM. That's like a dance party and meet at this steakhouse at eight for dinner. I'm like, that's going to be tough. When you're saying this, you know what I'm thinking in my head? It's preparing. It's like, I'm like a big, like I need to know what the night is going to be so I can prepare for one or 
one of those things. But then when it's the two, I'm like, those are two different energies. So 100%. how do I prepare? How do I, for going out to eat with close, it's, they're different things. They're very different things. So I need to know like, oh, this is the thing I'm doing tonight or this is the thing. And I can do either. I can prepare for either. But when they're mixed, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I hear that. Yeah, I totally hear that. When you- How much fun am I? No, you're fun. <laughs> Well, I'm like, I, think I you have to organize my fun. I have to prepare for how to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend texts you the plants and you go on, you're like, look, you got to pick one. Yeah. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. doing both of these. Yeah. Happy birthday, but uh, <laughs> congrats on the engagement. But yeah, no. we're going to have to pick one or the other. I'm not in for both. Look, yeah. Do you want me at the reception or the dinner of your wedding? I'm not doing both. <laughs> But it's your wedding. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, babe. But we're going to have to. Yeah. On nights when you're when you have shows, if you have a set or you have like a full show, are you strictly working and going home or do you like to go out? You have like a, a script on your face like you don't well, want to answer this. No, it's 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 a food thing. But um, when I'm on the road, I have a, uh, I don't I don't like get drink or have anything like like much beforehand. And then afterwards, I love having a whiskey and a veggie burger. That's pretty much what, like a whiskey and a veggie burger. Because maybe that's like the one thing I could find on the road that would always be. So then that became a thing of like after shows, yeah. I have a yeah, veggie burger and whiskey. It's funny. OK, I feel like the. I feel like comics are pretty split on whether or not they like to do a show with like one drink in them, two drinks in them, or totally sober. I feel like I hear a lot of different versions of that. I feel like everybody except me <laughs> wants to be completely empty stomach, low blood sugar when they go on stage. Like I feel like everyone's like, I absolutely can't eat for a show. Yeah. Can't eat for a show. I'm like, no, I'm I'm eating and then going on stage. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I feel like I'm the only person who feels that way. But I'm like, I will get you know what it's gonna mad. Take? You are gonna have. I think you're gonna have one bad experience. Like I'm gonna I shit my pants on stage. <laughs> Listen, we <laughs> just wait. Oh, just wait, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. I feel like one time I just got way too full, and then the whole time I was just like burping. It was all I could like think that I was like, oh, never again. That yeah. makes sense. But having too little is scary too, because then you're like, there is adrenaline. So if you're like, oh, I feel so, it's a real sweet spot. Yeah, I think. Actually, I'm not. I was gonna say like the most annoying thing, but it's like I think because I lift weights. Like if I, I just have a lot of muscle in my body, yes. so I will experience a blood sugar drop that is. So sudden, yes, no, no, that no. I'll be like, if I don't need the next ten minutes. I'll have to die, <laughs> or someone else will. <laughs> and it's really bad. And then I get this thing happens to me in New York. I wonder if this has ever happened to you. I'll get to this place where this thing will happen. If my blood sugar drops too quickly, I'll be like, I medically need to eat something so bad. Yes. And I'm standing in New York City, which means I can eat literally anything yes. on God's green earth. I will walk around for two oh, hours absolutely. not being able to figure out what's correct because now I'm like, I'm so hungry. It needs to oh, be right. That's it. And that's then, it. And, like, and then, and guess what's never happened that I've picked the right thing. I'm like, <laughs> why did I design a salad at Chipotle with what? like M&Ms? Like, it's like so wrong. And then I eat it. I'm like, this was disgusting. It's, it's <laughs> never, that's exactly it. the amount of, like, I used to have to leave, like go to different bodegas. Cause I'd be like, they've seen me pace this. They must, think, <laughs> like, they must be scared. Cause I'm pacing this place. I'm looking I'm, at their chicken I'm, and the thing. I'm like, not here. Yeah, like leaving. Go, yes. yes. Coming back. Well, maybe I missed something. Oh, that's so real. That's a real New York thing too, because you forget. I think you walk so much here. You forget you're hungry. And then it, it's not like I'm emergency. building hunger. It's emergency. It's like, I'm not hungry. And that's like, I, I have to eat right now. Yeah. I biked here. I had recorded another episode yesterday and I biked here and then realized I forgot to eat breakfast before I biked here, did the episode and then like said bye to the guest, got in the elevator and I got off the elevator and I unlocked my bike and like went to get on it and was like, oh, actually I'm about to pass out. Yes. Like I, <laughs> I've biked six miles today and haven't eaten any food and it's like 4 p.m. Yes. <laughs> and then I went to Chipotle, made the most like psychotic bowl in the world that made no sense and then ate it and was like, this is this, food. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's, all, yeah, yeah, that's. That is really relatable. And I think LA has helped me a bit because I always have gro I never had groceries in New York. Like I always yeah. have groceries here. So then it's a little bit less like every time I'm hungry, I have to go buy something. And then there's a big decision on that. It's like, oh, if I'm really hungry, I just have something in my fridge. Which is nice. Which is Which nice. Which part of LA do you live in? I live in Beverly Hills. Okay, nice. Yeah. So it's like I I live right near Bristol Farms that I can walk to. So that's my grocery store of choice. Great grocery store, nice pre-prepared stuff. Yeah. What was your Rhode Island grocery store? Uh, I think it was Stop and Shop. Because we were a Shaw's family. Yeah. Well, I think it might have been Shaw's, but Shaw's is no longer, right? No, Shaw's is, don't say that. Shaw's is there. It is. Yeah, Shaw's is there. Wow. Because we had the one on, what was that Reservoir Ave? You know, the Hollywood video? The Hollywood video's gone. The but, it was like, yeah. but it was like a Shaw's, and then across the parking lot was a giant Hollywood video that was connect, had we connected to it a Taco Bell Pizza Hut combo. Yes, and Ocean State Job, well, it's gotta be close. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Ocean State, looking, like, discount liquor is right behind yes, it, too. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, wow. Um, 
and I and then like I remember when we started going to Whole Foods, that was like, oh my god, the game's been changed. And East Side Market is that something? There was that like another sounds, place too. There's that, now my family has taken on this place that's called Dave's Market. Dave's is great. Dave's Pizza. <laughs> they Dave's, have great pizza at that market. There was one in Cumberland. Dave's has become also my family's go-to catering. Yes, exactly. Because they yes, that makes sense. That'll be. We'll do, <laughs> and it'll be like. It's just like so crazy because I'm like, like my, like I love my family. They're probably listening to this. I love you all so much. But like, sometimes I'm like, like Christmas this year, I look and I'm like, okay, we got mac and cheese, we got teriyaki steak tips, we got chicken tenders, and we got lo mein. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, <laughs> my, my fiber goes away. Like there is no fiber. There are no vegetables. This is what I don't yes. understand. Is I don't understand how my family is alive because <laughs> yes. No, because here's the thing. I'm not 30 years old yet. I'm 29 on the cusp of 30. Yes. I have, my entire life has become dependent on my fiber intake. I have fiber yes. pills. I have fiber. And this is not just because I'm gay and it involves like how gay men have sex. <laughs> no, this is just, yes. This is, for me to get out of bed in the morning, I need to have had enough fiber the day before. Same. And if I don't, I went to England and for, for a week, I forgot my fiber pills. I almost went to the hospital. <laughs> like I can't, my whole body stops working. I've never heard anyone in my family talk about fiber. If they're talking about fiber, they're talking about the fiber count on their goddamn sheets that they bought on QVC. <laughs> That's when we're talking about fiber in my family. Absolutely. I, it I, was not a priority. It was not out. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm constantly figuring out how much fiber I had and how much water do I need to make the fiber work. That's there are all no my, food groups at home. There's just kind of <laughs> one. It's just, yeah, like yeah. It tastes good. I remember it's, you wrote, yeah. I remember you wrote a piece. I think it was for the times once yes. about the holidays. Yes. And there was like, <laughs> I just remember you being like, and at 3 PM we sit down to eat ham, like something about ham. And it was just like, so the way you worded it, like I was like, it was so viscerally real to me. <laughs> totally. Cause you're just like these, none of these foods appear in my life outside of home. Like these are not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. And I'm just coming home from being there for like four days and I'm like, I need a salad. I need <laughs> to leave here and have a salad. Yeah. It's so, so viscerally real. Yeah. It's like one that like sort of cream color. It's Do you like, know what's yeah. also funny? I'm really, I haven't like really thought about this before, but another thing about my experience of where we're from, mm. I would say 85% of the restaurants, identical menus. Like you were going Absolutely. for the room and the vibe, and but the, the calamari and, and the, the owner. <laughs> The owner and maybe like Bev the waitress, like yes. the one, like getting the same waitress, but it was like, she's been through a tough time. She's, she's, she's so great. She's so great. Yeah. 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 She's I have, a story, a, tie. I have yeah. a story to tell you off mic that I can't, I can't wait about a waitress. But like, they're all like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I can't wait, but it's like, yeah, just all, just like decked out where, yeah. My mom was always, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I just think that's so interesting. And I'm like, oh yeah. Like I got the same thing at every restaurant and like, it was the same thing, like vegetarian option mushroom risotto. Do you know what I mean? It's like (laughs) appetizers. We're getting calamari. Yes. And it's got the banana peppers and it's got the lemon and it's got the marinara. Like it's so true. The spaghetti. Yeah. Ziti bake. Ziti bake. Yeah. Like chicken tenders for the kids. Yep. I had. Yep. The the marsala. Chicken marsala. Chicken chicken marabella. Chicken piccata. Yeah. (laughs) I'll never remember. I'm always like, what the fuck is the marabella? I can never remember what marabella. The marabella tossed the prunes and talk about fiber. It's like the same thing (laughs) just with prunes. It's like, what are we doing? It's so. They named that after like an old woman named Maribel who was like, I can't shit after I eat here. And they're like, Maribel, we put prunes in the Marsala. It's fine. And she's like, oh, God bless. Yeah, that's exactly it. I can't shit. Instead of being like, have a salad. It's like, we'll do the same exact dish. Yeah. We'll throw a prune or two in. We've been going to visit my 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 grandmother. Um, one of my grandmothers, She her nursing home is on Atwood Ave and we always go to Atwood Grill. Yep. And I just uh-uh. was like, die laughing. Because every time we go, I'll be like, you just, it's like, You'll order a sa- like I'll I'll get a burger, and I'll be like, "Can I get the cheeseburger?" And she's like, "American Swiss blue or blue or cheddar." And I'm like, "Cheddar." And she's like, "Fries, ziti, calamari." Like, and then it's like, and I'm like, "I've answered." I'm like, "Okay, go." She goes, ketchup, honey mustard, barbecue, ranch. I'm like, <laughs> they just the questions keep coming, <laughs> and then she's, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like ranch, and then she's like, Diet Coke, Coke Sprite, <laughs> Coke Zero Root Beer. I'm like, Coke Zero. She's like, cool. You look like my nephew, and then walks away. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> Totally, totally. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I remember. Yeah. We like there's another. Yeah. Like Spumoni's we used to go to. And it was that same thing where it's like, yeah, we would get. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you want like salad or soup? What kind of soup? Yeah. Minestrone. And then like, okay. Then you also get a side of pasta and then you get a side. Like you, like the, the idea sides of, like, of pasta. Three course meals. Or, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's so intense. Yeah. It's so intense. 
like the fact I'm like, oh, we're doing like a cup of clam chowder as my appetizer, like hot <laughs> seafood cream. Cream. Cream and seafood as the appetizer as the opening up. Yeah, no, it's yeah. But I love it. <laughs> same, same. Um, were you beach people? Kind of, but we, my grandparents lived had a place in Lake Winnipesaukee, so we were more lake, lake people. people than beach people. But we would go to Gansett for sure. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Well, that's fu- it's funny because it's we were beach people for sure. Like my my family, like my grandparents, like my grandfather was a lifeguard growing up. Wow. My, like every every person I'm genetically related to has had skin cancer. Like they just went to the beach, didn't put sunscreen on, yep. and laid. My grandma, my mother has more freckles than there are stars in the sky. Like yes. the sun damage in my family is unbelievable. Uh, yes. So they're beach people down, but then you move to Vermont, you're, you're lake, lake people. people. Lake Champlain? So, well, we didn't leave because I'm from like the Rutland area, so Bomazine was the big okay. lake. Bomazine was the big lake, but it's also like... There was Bomazine and then there was Echo and Emerald. Like we there were different lakes, but the thing about the thing about lakes is like it's not the ocean. So it's like there are certain lakes that it's like you can't swim in that lake. Right, 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 right. Uh, but like people still go. And so then they'd be like, you'd be like, Mom, like Billy wants Billy's family wants to take me to the lake. And they'd be like, What lake? What? And she they'd be like, Elfin, she's like, You're not going. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like we were lake people, but like also not my I think my mom initially was like, I don't fuck with these. Like we do ocean. And there then are it was risks like, of both. The ocean, I'm like, oh, you get salty, you get seaweedy, and you have to worry about a shark, but yeah, you also get like pulled away. You have to worry about like Giardia. <laughs> yeah. I, well, Lake Champlain, it's sad. Lake Champlain is disgusting. They're yeah. like every like six months, like, hey guys, sorry, we dumped a bunch of human shit in it. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> the last time I swam in Lake Champlain was it, my senior year of college. I jumped off the dock. I'm not joking, within six hours, double ear infection. I was like, I can't hear. My head hurts so fucking bad. And I went to the place and she was like, both of your ears are so infected. What'd you do? And I was like, I went in the lake. She was like, like, that'll, that'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it. That, well, that's on you. Like, yeah, that's on you. <laughs> okay, this has been that's on. so fun. What a yeah, this what is a time. what a time. Both of us are lodged deeply in accents now <laughs> that we're gonna have all day. All day. Yeah. I like to end my episodes Please. with planning our next night out together. Oh, I mean, come <laughs> on. We know where we're going. We're going to Rhode Island, right? We're going to Rhode Island. We're both getting I'm I'm going first I'm going to um to David's bridal and getting myself a gown. <laughs> going to Joseph A. Bank. You're going to Joseph A. Bank. Getting yourself a nice suit. And we're going to Spain. And we're going to Spain. Wait. I mean, I would die. I would we die. We tell them we got engaged. We tell them we got engaged. I, <laughs> I get like those, you know those curls that are like not loose? They're like. Drrr. Oh, the unbrushed barrel curls. <laughs> yes. I, get I will bleach bar- my hair. <laughs> You're getting, yeah. We're smoking six cigarettes before we go inside. <laughs> six cigarettes before we go inside. Yes. And and we're- and We're getting we're, a bottle of J-Law Cabernet. <laughs> and then we're ordering everything on the menu and I'll just have to eat it all because none of it's vegan. <laughs> none of it's vegan and, and I'll have, yeah. And I'll have the to- The coconut like, sorbet is so good though and that's vegan. And that's vegan. And then we will just have to down fiber pills afterwards. We'll go We'll chase it with a martini and, and fiber pills. Yeah. Okay. This what a is, treat. I've never been more excited for a night that we planned on this show. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for having this me. This went by in two minutes for I me. I know. This I know. Was this was so great. Thanks for having me. Okay. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Going Out with Jake Cornell. If you could please go and rate and review us on whatever you're listening to this on, that would be really gorgeous for me in a huge way. So thank you. And now for some credits. Going Out with Jake Cornell is recorded in New York City and produced by Keith Beavers and Katie Brown. The music you're hearing is by Darby Seesai. The cover art you're probably looking at was photographed by M. Cooper and designed by Danielle Grinberg. And a special shout out to VinePair co-founders Josh Mallon and Adam Teeter for making all of this possible. 